G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision Christian Radio is all about connecting faith to life. From inspiring stories about the struggles we all face, to helping you understand the issues going on in the world, to clear and understandable Bible teaching, all peppered with great Christian music, the latest news, and even a few laughs along the way. You're about to experience just a small part of what we do. For the full experience, tune into a Vision Christian Radio FM or AM station near you. Listen online at visionradio.org.au or download our free app. Well, as we do on a Tuesday, good to get an update as to what's happening in the Middle East and especially as it relates to the nation of Israel. Our Middle East reporter, Ron Ross, back with us. Hello, Ron. Welcome back to 2020. Good morning, Neil. Ron, great to talk to you and always insights that are so valuable and it just gives us a context for what's going on in the world today. And, of course, uh, the headlines often dominated by things that are going on in the Middle East and especially, too, as they affect the nation of Israel. Ron, let me first of all ask you about some of the things that are happening with Islam and the idea of anti-Islam groups beginning to put their heads up above the parapet uh, to rally across Europe. Yes, it's happened in the Netherlands, in France, in Germany, Ireland, Poland, Denmark and other countries where protesters have actually clashed uh, with police and with counter-protesters. Riot police clashed with demonstrators in Amsterdam as supporters of the anti-Islam group Pegida tried to hold their first protest meeting in the Dutch capital. In Germany, up to 8,000 people took part in a Pegida rally in Dresden. Up to 3,500 people took part in a counter-demonstration on the other side of the Elbe River that divides the city. No incidents were reported. In the northern French city of Calais, police dispersed a rowdy anti-migrant protest with tear gas after clashes with protesters and detained several far-right demonstrators. In the Czech Republic's capital, Prague, thousands rallied against Muslims and immigration. Czech police uh, police later said that unknown attackers set a refugee centre on fire in Prague, injuring one person. Pegida is a German acronym standing for Patriotic Europeans Against the Islamization of the West, and it's become a magnet for protests right across Europe. It's very significant. Ron, let's draw some attention to what's going on in Syria, the possibility there of a full government siege of the city of Aleppo and Syrian refugees waiting on the Turkish border. Yeah, this is a humanitarian tragedy. Uh, Tens of thousands of Syrians have sought refuge in uh, Turkey over the weekend, uh, and those who have already made the crossing have been waiting and worrying about the fate of their families on the other side of the border. Uh, At the border gate near the southern city of Cliff, it was closed, but that did not stop stop dozens of Syrians from queuing to beg Turkish authorities to allow in their relatives from the other side. Uh, You can't uh, consider those details without having a sense of 
understanding and sorrow for those people that have been put into such a terrible situation. Tragedy for those in Syria and certainly in need of our prayers. Let's focus on what's going on with the processes that try to move towards peace between Israel and the Palestinians. Uh, New reports suggesting that Palestinians, uh, very few of them, in fact, support a third intifada. Yes, this is a very interesting development, and the poll was only taken recently, and it showed that only 42% of Palestinians actually support a third intifada against Israel, and that's compared to 63% who supported it last November. And according to that poll, conducted by a Palestinian research institute, about half of the Palestinian population believes that an intifada will harm the chance of achieving a Palestinian state. Palestinian Research Institute, ORAD, published the findings over the weekend and it was conducted among 1,200 Palestinians in the West Bank and Gaza. 80% of the participants stated they would like to have immediate elections for a new leader of their legislative council. In Gaza alone, that statistic rises to 92% of people who want new elections. Uh, So the things are happening within the Palestinian Authority. Let's talk about Israel and relations with ordinary Palestinian people. Uh, Israel set to approve work permits uh, for tens of thousands more Palestinians. Yeah, you sometimes read about boycotts of uh, various Israeli products uh, that have been made on the Golan Heights. And unfortunately, those boycotts affect uh, Arab workers. Uh, And at the weekend, the Security Cabinet approved an outline for a plan to grant work permits to another 30,000 Palestinian labourers, labourers from the West Bank, uh, a move that will allow them to uh, work in Israel. And uh, my reports say that there will be a later consideration for another 100,000 Palestinians being allowed to work in Israel. The Palestinian candidates for this work uh, will first of all receive a thorough check by the uh, Israeli Shin Bet, but currently 58,000 Palestinians have work permits and uh, they expect that about 120,000 will be working there very soon. Palestinians from the West Bank are actually employed, that's 120,000, both legally and illegally by residents inside the Jewish state. Uh, It's obviously a way to uh, improve relationships with the uh, grassroots people, but uh, in many places that's working. And finally, Ron, uh, some exciting news, and it seems to be that archaeologists endlessly uncover wonderful artefacts in the Middle East and some 5th century artwork depicting Jesus. Isn't it amazing? I love the Bible. It says the rocks will cry out the reality of the Lord. And uh, a recently excavated site in Turkey has uncovered exciting, never-before-seen depictions of the historical Jesus Christ. This from the 5th century AD. During excavations in the Cappadocia region of Turkey, archaeologists were absolutely shocked to uncover frescoes showing illustrated scenes of the life and ministry of Jesus, and they've never before been represented. The discovery of the rock-carved underground church 
which was located inside a castle, uh, was unique. The mayor of the city, Hassan Onver, said, we know that such frescoes have so far never been seen. Preliminary dating of the site has shown it to be from around the 5th century AD. The frescoes in the church show the rise of Jesus Christ into the sky and the killing of the bad souls. Images of some of Christ's miracles are portrayed like fish falling from the hands of Jesus. The head archaeologist said the structure was found a short time ago. The frescoes on the walls will return to the original look of restoration and cleaning work. He added they are excited to continue to find more colourful illustrations as they continue to uncover the walls of the underground church. Another archaeologist on the team explained, saying, only a few of the paintings have so far been revealed. Others will begin to emerge once further exhumation is done. There are important paintings in the front part of the church showing the crucifixion of Jesus and his ascension to heaven. There are also frescoes showing the apostles, the saints, and other pro- uh, prophets like Moses and Elijah. I find this very exciting. It certainly is very exciting. Uh, Ron Ross, great talking to you. And before I let you go, I just want to congratulate you too because uh, the first time today uh, your column appears in the reputable Christian publication called Christian Today. Uh, what are you going to be writing about? It talks about Syria being a rehearsal for the end times. Okay, and this is a regular for you? You're going to write more and more columns for Christian Today? Yes, it'll be a monthly, and I'm proud to say they call me a senior writer, which means I'm old. It's a real compliment to you. (laughs) Age is accompanying wisdom. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Ron Ross, great getting your insights. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Yeah, bye-bye. Thank you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.